Episode 104. Do you get overwhelmed? Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified life, weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Let's go. Hello, my friends. How are you? So glad you're here today. So glad you're willing to spend time with me as we talk about something that probably a lot of us have dealt with or are on the verge of dealing with. But just to welcome you here and wondering what you're doing, I feel like you're my friends if you're listening. Some of you I know, some of you I don't. But if you're taking me with me, taking me with you on your walk, on your jog, on your bike, if you're just feeling the sun on your face, because maybe it's springtime and you're getting sun where you're at, I love it. Yesterday, I got sunburned at my daughter's track meet. And I think earlier in the week, we had snow. So in Colorado, we get all the weather. But it is, I think we're getting more warm days than cold days now. So I love it. I love, I don't, you know, get to move as much because of my surgery, but I do get to go out and walk my dog. And when it's sunny, I love to just look up and feel the sun on my face. And there's just something about being outside and feeling the sun come down that just rejuvenates me. So whatever you're doing, thank you for being here. And I just want to say thank you to all of you that reach out to me and tell me, what you liked about the podcast, what is helping you, because, you know, this is a free podcast and I do it truly because, well, it helps me and I hope that it's helping some of you, but sometimes it's hard to know. And if we ever get into our head or we do start doubting, which I do, then I'm just like, how much does this matter? And, and I don't, don't always need outside reinforcement, right? I'm trying to work on that, but it does make me feel good. And it does, um, it just kind of gives me a kick in my step to just keep going. So I appreciate that. I appreciate the reviews, the texts, the emails, whatever it is. Or I hear from a friend of a friend of a friend that a friend said this, you know, and I'm like, oh, it is reaching people. And it just helps me know that what I set out to do, that is making a difference. And if it is helping that, helping you, I know it's helping me, but if it's helping us to really tap into what most of us want is to find our healthy self and in, in ways of food or exercise or just understanding ourselves more, then I feel like I'm, I'm going to stick with it, right? <laughs> like my last podcast, I'm sticking with it. So anyways, but just fun stuff happened inside Team Elevate. Um, I've been working with a lot of my clients on their food and their food plans. And as we dive into overwhelm, sometimes that gets tricky when we're working on our food plans, right? And we have to re-see what's happening because that's where a lot of my clients are. We're we have so much happening in the springtime, but at the same time, we really want to be ready for swimsuit season, right? For the summer and really look our best and feel our best as we're heading into when we are in the summer and we wear less clothes, right? <laughs> we wear swimsuits, all that stuff. So because of that, I'm actually creating a program called um, Get Confident and Be Ready for Swimsuit Season in 30 Days. So working on that. So that'll be coming out soon for any of you that aren't in Team Elevate. It'll just be like a taste of what Team Elevate's like is like at a very, very low expensive price. And it's me $19 for a month. And we're going to have tons of stuff in there. So I will share that all with you. Another thing that's happening in Team Elevate is a lot of my athletes that I train. So I have athletes that come in or people that want to be athletes or people that have never even done racing before. So we have the spectrum. But um, 
and that whole spectrum, I have people that are starting to race right now. So it's super fun for them to see in the winter months as they've trained, they put in lots of hard work and now race racing comes for them. Sometimes it's their first race. Sometimes they've done multiple racing. But for me right now, it's super exciting since again, I don't get to do the racing, but I get to see these, um, these clients of mine that have worked hard and then put in consistency and put time in and they don't know how the race is going to go, but they go up there and they show up on race day and they put it all out on the line. And then to see them cross the finish line is amazing. So, and I've got a lot of athletes that are getting ready to do this. And sometimes they wouldn't call themselves athletes because they haven't done a lot of racing in the past, but I call them athletes because I think all of us have our, our athletes inside, right? If we decide to put our mind to something. So that's super fun. But the thing that I really want to hone in on this week, and it might be a little bit of a different perception than other people have had in the past, but I want us to dive into where we are fitting, you know, where right now are we in our life? Are we overwhelmed? Do we have a lot going on, a lot of stressors happening that we, if we're not careful, we get to overwhelm? And so I was asking my husband, like, what's the opposite of overwhelm? Not sure you'd be underwhelmed, right? (laughs) not very hard to figure out. So, um, but when we get to overwhelm, which we're going to talk about and dive into a lot more, it is a place where, and we're going to dive into what Brene Brown says about, but I'll read the definition in a second, but just to put it in quickly, it's basically where we get so much happening that we shut down, right? That's overwhelm. And on the flip side, if we're underwhelmed, it's like kind of bored. It's very unenthusiastic. It's very, you know, it's just not what we thought. So it's, it's very under what, we thought would happen and it's not the place where we want to live, right? So I thought there'd be a definition for whelm, maybe be in the middle of it, but whelm is still an abundance, like an engulfment so that it's still versus closer to overwhelm. But um, in James Clear, which, you know, we're still studying for the last, for the end of this or into April, and he does talk about the Goldilocks rule, which to me is almost perfect of putting underwhelm on one side and overwhelm on the other side and putting the Goldilocks zone in the middle. So if we're underwhelmed, that's not a place we want to live in life, right? Like no stressors, completely bored, nothing happening really. And it's just very, um, just there's no movement in the underwhelm. And if you get to overwhelm, it's too much has happened and our body shuts down because we can't, we have too many stressors coming in, right? So we shut down and overwhelm. But if we could get to a place in the middle where we can handle the daily stressors of life, right? Where we we realize that daily stressors are going to come in. We begin to realize we can handle a certain amount of stressors that it's going to continue to help us grow. But when we get to too many stressors, we push into overwhelm and that's not where we want to be. So I really want to dive into that this week and the podcast. I really want us to help us um, as best as we can to not get into overwhelm, to realize how to handle the stressors and realize that our body can only take so much stress until it just shuts down in a protection mode, right? So we're going to dive into a lot of what Brene Brown talks about. We're going to try to figure out once we leave from here, from this podcast, how we can get into the middle zone. So we're not underwhelmed or overwhelmed, but handling the stresses, being in the place of the Goldilocks zone where it's just enough. You know, he talks about the Goldilocks zone, James Clare does in his book, Atomic Habits, meaning it's not too hard or too easy, but it's just right. Just like Goldilocks said, right? And so that is where I want us to help us go and realize that most of the people that I coach are moms that have very full plates and live full lives and they want to, right? They want to continue to progress and evolve and 
especially the My Moms Inside Team Elevate, we want to elevate, right? And any of you that are listening, I'm guessing you want to elevate in your life. And that's going to require us to be able to handle these daily stressors, right? Handle, I don't think it's the word whelm, but handle what's coming in and realize that if we go to the overwhelm and too many stressors come in, then we shut down, then we're not elevating, right? Then we're not evolving because we've gotten to a place of overwhelm and we shut down. So that is the goal today as I talk about some tips and ways we can handle this, but I want to dive into a little bit more what Brene Brown says. And if you haven't read this book, and for any of you that are listening that are in Team Elevate, we will be bringing this book in in May, Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown, 87 Emotions that we deal with. And I know that she talks about that that's like the shiny silver thing of her book is the 87 Emotions. But to me, it's, it's more understanding how we have these different emotions in our life and when we begin to understand them and become aware of the emotions, then we are almost able to not be as scared of the emotions, not be as worried about them, not think that we are our emotions, but that it is just part of the human life that our thoughts are the things that are creating our emotions. And we aren't our thoughts, we are in our emotions. So we are going to dive into this. I'm going to tell you what she says about it and um, see if we can get some understanding, leave you with some tips. And see if through this spring summer season that hopefully your under your overwhelm will we don't want it to go to underwhelm right we just want to be at a place where you can handle it where you can continue to progress because that's the thing I think why we get to overwhelm because I'm going to start sharing some of this before I read some of Brene Brown's quotes but we get to overwhelm because well with a lot of my clients I'll be like well what's going on they're like I want to be able to do it all right and I I want to I should be able to do it all. And they say things like, if I can't do it all, then something's wrong with me, right? And so, I mean, and this is the, I think the irony of the whole thing is that right now in my life, this is the first time where I haven't felt overwhelmed. And when I feel overwhelmed, which Brene Brown talks about, we bring in other emotions as well because um, we're not thinking this straight and we kind of just indulge in a lot of more emotions that come in and mine comes in ways of anxiety, right? I have more anxiety when I'm overwhelmed because I have all these thoughts. I have to do all these things. I can do all these things. I can get it all done. How am I going to manage all this stuff? But I know I'll be able to manage it all, right? And so the interesting thing in my life is that I don't have that happening right now, which I could, I guess I could because I, I, I definitely can't do all the things I used to do right now. But for me, I, I'm at a place where I'm like, I know physically I can't do all the things that I want to. I mean, I can't move the way I want to. There's things that I'm just limited to, limited to. And because of that, it is the thoughts in my head have shut down and I don't go to those thoughts. Like I have to get it all done. I'm going to do all these things. I have all these things to do by the end of the day. And then, and that was what was bringing me into overwhelm a lot. Like all the things I've got to get this done. I got to get this done, this done. And I know, you know, when I'm in a logical sense that that's, I can't really get it all done and do all the things. But when I'm pushing in so much stress and I want I want to get so much things done, I don't realize that I'm pushing into overwhelm. And so letting those thoughts just naturally go the last few weeks or maybe even almost into a month of my life, it's been interesting for me to see. And it's been interesting for me to notice now when I coach my clients that most of them you know, aren't dealing with an injury that has stopped them. So they're still just living their life in a very fast pace, in a very like such a full plate. And I notice that they just, I'll be like, well, do you have to do it all? They're like, I want to do it all. And although we want to do it all, that's the thing. That's the thought that usually gets us us to overwhelm. It's all that thinking that like, I need to get it all done. I have to get it all done. I should get it all done, right? That 
is what's triggering all the stress that we bring into our life that's triggering us into overwhelm. And I want you to think about what that is for you as we're, I'm going to share you a few tips, but I want you to start thinking like, what do I think and what, what is happening? Like, where, where do I get myself into the biggest amount of overwhelm? Like, if I were to just take out a few things in my life, which maybe we can't, but if we were to maybe take some of those out and we said, it's okay if I just set these on the table for a minute and not, not do that, would we be able to get to a place of like, oh, that's interesting. That is what I think I have to do. I have to, th- I think I have to do it all. And when I have to do it all, we get to overwhelm because it's not possible in our life to do it all, right? So start thinking about that as I talk about these things that Brene Brown was saying. And I, I encourage you to go and find, you know, the different emotions that are in your life that are, that, you know, aren't the ones you want and dive into her book and she'll talk about all the emotions. But in this one, in this chapter that really stood out to me, she calls places we go when things are uncertain or too much, right? So the emotions that she's going to talk about is stress, overwhelm, anxiety, worry, avoidance, excitement, dread, fear, vulnerability. And they, it's weird, but they all, Though all those emotions, all they all come together, but we're just going to really concentrate on stress, overwhelm. And I mentioned anxiety because when I get to overwhelm, mine is laced with a lot more anxiety, right? So just mostly focusing on the stress that's leading to the overwhelm. Brene talks about she used to be a waitress, right? And she would be serving in people and you know, the daily stressors of being a waitress, which I have been just for a summer in my life. So I can't really claim to be a waitress, but they, it is a demanding thing, right? You know, someone's like, get me more water, get me more bread, get this, right? And you just, you're just going, 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 trying to put out fires, get in there with they want. So she says that that's, she said when you're a waitress and you're in the weeds, that's when you're stressed. You just have so much going on. But she says, when you get to a place of overwhelm, that's when you're blown, when you, you no longer can fit, can do all the different stressors, get to all the different tables, but it's just too much and you just are blown. And when that would happen, her boss knew at that moment, he didn't make you go back out on the tables. He just, he said, go take 10 minutes, go outside, take a break. And, and he said, maybe through, she said, maybe through experience, he just knew that like, they're not going to get anything done in this overwhelm. I just need to go outside, do a reset and we can come back and start over. I thought that was super interesting because a lot of times that's what happens to us, right? Is that we have all this stress going, 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 going. And then this is what I see with my clients. They have so much going on and then they just get completely overwhelming. You know what happens? They stop doing their things. They stop with their food plan. They stop with exercising like they want to. And and they don't really understand what is happening or why that's happening. And it's it's interesting how the things we let go a lot of the times is, ta- is taking care of us, right? If that's taking care of our food and taking care of our exercise, we let that go because we can no longer take on the stress of all the stress. So we either everything stops or we just stop the things that we're like, well, this is going to get the backseat, right? And Brene Brown is saying, she's interpreting a researcher named Carol Bohm, and she says, on a scale of one to 10, I'm feeling my emotion at about a 10. I'm paying attention to them at about a five and I understand them about a two. And she's saying this is what happens when we get overwhelmed. And that that is, did you understand what that was saying? Is that like, we have all these emotions coming in. We have overwhelm, right? Which shuts us down. But I said, sometimes I have anxiety coming in and we just start getting over, you know, we are flooded with emotions. And then we're paying attention to them about a five because we're, they're coming in so fast that we're starting to shut down and we don't even know, you know, we're not really paying attention to what these emotions are doing. And then it says here and understand them about a two. So we don't really understand what is happening. 
And a lot of people have said to me and my clients have been like, why do I get really like irrational? And why can I not be logical in that point? It's because we have all these emotions coming in and we aren't really knowing what's happening. And then we can't even interpret them. And so Brene says, it's like the worst time to make a decision, right? Because it's not setting us up for good, for good skills. And then she goes on to say that the interesting part, and she said, hopefully we can learn this. And I, I'm going to dive into this a little bit more. But she said, the big learning here is that feeling both stressed and overwhelmed is about our narrative of a emotional and mental depletion. There's just too much going on to manage effectively. And what I want to say here, and she also says this out earlier in it, she said she used to think that it was her body that was creating these emotions because she would feel all over in her body and it was creating her emotions. But she said, I found this really interesting because I always assumed that my emotions responded to my body freaking out. But really, my emotions are responding to my thinking assessment of how well I can handle something. So as, as she defines overwhelmed, it says a meaning of extreme levels of stress and emotional and a cognitive intensity to the point of feeling unable to function. So is what all this is interpreting to say is that because of the story that we're saying, you know, I have to do it all. I have to get all these things done. I have to be perfect. I, all these things that need to go right in my life. They don't. Then our body, because of the thinking begins to create this emotion. And this emotion is stress that's, that now pushes into overwhelm. Right. And it's so because of that, the cognitive, the thinking assessment, that is where we go with overwhelm. So I thought that was really interesting. And that is where I think we can get some more clarity, some leverage is understanding that so many times people are just like, I just got to overwhelm. I don't know what happened. And here it's saying that like, we don't just get to overwhelm. It's that we have these things happening in our head. It's that thinking, most of the time the overthinking or all the pressures that we're putting on ourselves, or maybe we think other people are putting on us that brings us into overwhelm. So how do we... If we get to overwhelm, I don't really think anyone wants to get to overwhelm, right? We Our stress pushes us into overwhelm. And how do we get out of it? How do we move through it, right? And so the first thing, which I talked about briefly, is when um, Brene Brown was saying that her boss just said, you need to go outside, right? So the first thing that I say is that when we realize all these emotions are flooding in, we can't even understand what's happening. We're like, stop, everything's kind of stopping around us. You know, and for my clients, when they stop doing their food plan, when they stop exercising, when they just feel like they feel like something weird is going on, it just doesn't feel right. I'm like, that's probably when we're getting onto the verge of overwhelm at that point, because our body's going to start shutting down to protect us. You know, it just, we need to go, whatever's happening, we need to take a just take a pause. I even say if you just set a timer for like 10 minutes, it's just a pause, walk outside, go for a walk around just your block. If your block is small, my block's a mile. So it just maybe around my cul-de-sac um, or get a glass of water, but leave where the situation is you're at so that you can just stop the thinking. And it's mostly just take an action, simple action, do something different and stop with all the thinking for a moment and just have the non-action or have the non-thinking to get to just a different action, right? And an action, I don't mean like a big action, but maybe like a non-thinking action, just walking, getting water, something like that, where it doesn't require you to think, doesn't require a lot of effort, but it will distract you, right? So I say that's the first thing we need to do. The second thing is really interesting is that we talk about this in life coaching, which I help all my clients do. It helps us understand the story, that thinking assessment that is taking us into the overwhelm, right? It, we call it a brain dump. And basically, it's just everything that's happening in our head 
we put it on paper. So we can see what is happening in our head and we see it on paper. I've heard Mel Robbins, she says that it's like we have, if we have a glass of water, right, and we want to get it empty, we just dump it back into the pitcher, dump it down the sink, whatever, and we get it out of our head. It's just that's the same concept for our brain. We need to dump our brain out so we can get some clarity so that we can get all that thinking out, that thinking assessment that's bringing us to overwhelm out of our head. So we write it all down and just everything. I say it's unfiltered, write it all down, right? And then we go back and we're like, what do we want to put back in? What water do we want to pour back in that cup? Not all of it, right? So we can put a little more water in. So it's not an empty cup. Put some thoughts back in our head. What do we want to put in that are going to help, that will help us for the things that matter the most, right? So once we dump it all out on paper, then we go through and we can highlight some of the things that we're like, oh, this will help with the things that matter the most, right? It helps us bring us into clarity, right? It helps us reset, but a reset in the way that we're putting the things in that we want. And the last step that is really, I mean, it's, I say it's an advanced step, right? It takes time to do this because we're not going to be good at this at first, but it's for us to start realizing those thoughts after we, you know, we've, we do our pause, then we do our brain dump. And then this one, after we've done the brain dump enough times, right, we start noticing, oh, this is the thoughts that keep coming up, but that I have to do my brain dump. It's like, oh, I didn't do it perfect. I have to do it perfect. I have to get it all done. Everyone's counting on me. Like, I should be able to do this. Am I not smart enough? I'm not organized. You know, how am I going to get so all that thinking, which I'm saying comes to me really fast because I get to overwhelm. How am I going to do all these things? I want to do all these things. I should be able to do all these things. That when we no- start noticing those thoughts that come up more and more, We want to notice those thoughts before we get to the emotion, right? Before we let our body just start to indulge and overwhelm. And when I say indulge and overwhelm, it's what we talk about in life coaching school, right? When I was taught as a life coach is that indulging in it means that we let all of our dream excuses just come with us at this point. We stop using our directive to like intentionally think we just unintentionally think and it just starts spitfiring like all the things that all these dream excuses that keep us stuck that's what we do when we start to get into overwhelm it's just all of them fire and we just you know if we indulge in treats we just continue to eat it right we're just like well this just feels good so i'm gonna eat it for the moment even though it's probably not the best choice in the long run right we just indulge with all of this thinking that gets us into overwhelm so we say like notice that thinking And start letting those thoughts flow on and realize we are not our thoughts because then we don't have to get to overwhelm as much and we don't begin to indulge in overwhelm. So what my coach Brooke Castillo says, she's like, take a diet from overwhelm, right? Put it on the shelf. Every time we start noticing those thoughts that are coming that bring us into overwhelm, we're like, oh, I noticed those thoughts. I'm putting overwhelm on the shelf. I'm not going to like indulge in it. I'm on a diet from overwhelm, right? I'm going to put it here. I'm not going to go there. Then we don't get to a place where it's so extreme. It shuts us down. So for all of you moms that are very busy, or like I like to say, live a full life, I want you to try one of these steps this week, right? I want you to begin to notice when all of our thinking is creating this, this sense. And for me, I notice when I start getting really anxious, I know the overwhelm's about ready to come. Start noticing whatever that is for you. And then take that pause, Realize that you're worth it to take the pause, that you just do a quick brain dump. And then as you continue to practice this, you'll start noticing that thinking assessment that's really driving you into overwhelm. 
And I really do want to help all of you with this because I've noticed in my own life now that since I don't have that thinking happening right now in my life, that it really has calmed things down for me. I'm not, I don't push into the overwhelm. I'm not an underwhelm. I'm still progressing, but it feels like it's a zone where I can progress without shutting down, right? That is a zone where I can know I can continue to keep moving forward with and it feels it feels good. And I, I don't know how long it will happen for here, but I am grateful for this is a small blessing in my life. This is happening. And I want to share this with you. I want you to experience some of this in your life and be able to get to that. What I talked in the very beginning, that Goldilocks zone where we can progress and we can use those stressors to help us move forward. That we, all the things we want to do, we can find the things that matter the most and that we can continue to progress with that. And as we have less overwhelm come into our life, we truly can begin to add the things in that we want to when we are managing and intentionally watching our thinking so we don't get into overwhelm. So try them out. Tell me how it goes. Again, you can email me, text me, leave a review, whatever that is, but let me know how this this helps you. Let me know what you do. Maybe there's other things you do when you get to overwhelm. Share that with me. I'd love to hear. And I hope you guys have a great week. I hope that you guys get some sunshine on your face, that those times when it's just too much, it's okay to take a pause. It's okay because we're human and we need that pause. Go outside, get some sunshine, walk around, get a glass of water, feel the sun in your face, reset. All right. I'll talk to you guys all next week. All right. Bye-bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. And I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. I also help you create exercise plans. And if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one coaching. We do live retreats. We do ski trips. We get together and celebrate the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise and we strengthen our body and our mind, we see how it elevates the relationship we have with us. And in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our lives. So if you are interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you. You can get onto my website at camibanks.com. That's Cami with a K. Or if you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at camibankscoaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I'll love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.